Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before, and we read their scripts. Today, the incredibly hilarious Brandy Posey is back. Brandy has never seen Hellraiser, so we continue our October Halloween spooky horror-themed movie uh, um, weeks (laughs) here with Brandy. She's never seen Hellraiser. She wrote what she figures happens, and we read her script. We're also joined by the hilarious Will Weldon, who has seen Hellraiser and all the Hellraisers, and is really excited to talk about what what Brandy did and did not get correct uh brandy is so funny go find brandy at brandazzle on instagram or wherever will is at old man weldon uh brandy is also the founder of the diy comedy record label burn this records she's one of the co-hosts of the lady to lady podcast has her album opinion cave you can listen to wherever uh, just go ahead go find brandy uh at brandazzle and will at old man weldon wherever you uh would like to check them out and i think you're going to enjoy this episode and we're getting down pretty close to the end of registrations for our Never Seen It Secret Santa, where you receive a gift from a movie you've never seen before, but if you had seen the movie, the gift would make more sense. This is edition number four, and uh, you know, go sign up. It, basically, all you do is you give a gift to someone, a stranger, and then you receive a gift from a Secret Santa, and it's referencing a movie or a show you've never seen. It's very fun. This is our fourth time doing it. It's been really fun every single time. I still have all my gifts from the last few years. We do a big Zoom show and tell, which you don't have to attend, but you can if you'd like. And basically, you know, just a goofy, fun thing. Go to neverseenitshow.com, and you can find it on there. The extended edition of this episode is on our Patreon. It's only $3 a month, patreon.com slash neverseenit. You know, and find us on YouTube. We got video up from the new studio for a lot of our past episodes. I, I see the videos aren't getting the hits they used to when we were in Starburn studio, but we're getting back into it. Uh, youtube.com slash never seen it basically links to everything at never seen it show.com sign up for the secret santa enjoy the episode brandy posey has never seen hellraiser you know and we'll start right now unless you get the full patreon unedited <laughs> version of the podcast where you can hear will incriminate himself uh <laughs> that's right three bucks a month and you got evidence oh, yeah. <laughs> well let's uh let's talk a little hellraiser 
which yes. has never been seen. We're here with Brandy Posey. Thank Hello. you for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, you have never seen it. Will, we're here with Will Weldon as well, who has seen it. Oh, yeah. A lot. So many times. So many times. It's a, it's a classic, um, you know, you're like fucked up and you watch fucked up things mm-hmm. like to just like relax and go to sleep over and over again. Like something that's fucked up that you're familiar with and you'll just watch it over and over. Like I'll do that with this. I'll do that with like No Country for Old Men. Uh, Entourage. Yeah, I have watched yeah. all the way through. Interesting I think four tone. Times. Consistency yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Is this yeah. like a goth Shawshank Redemption kind of where if it's on, you'll just have it on. I feel like I've, I've, I've cleaned my house to Shawshank. 30 sure. times in my life. It's it's like the subsection of goths, though. The goths where you were like, wait, the goths are all having sex. These goths are constantly having sex with each other. Got it. Because there's some goths that are just mood, moody and lounge around. And These then are there are the goths, goths who, yeah, they wear they wear the like a lot of the like mesh. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Not the shop class goths, like the skipping class goths. Sk- yeah, skipping cat class goths for <laughs> okay, sure. Great, yes. awesome. Fucking in the woods goths. No, Do drugs goths. Before yeah, yeah, we yeah. move like great. too far past, I, I I actually watched Shawshank Redemption not in the background. Uh huh. It, it's okay. It's a good. It's a good movie. Yeah. I there's this one line that bothers me more than anything in the entire when so he's up on the roof and they're like tarring the roof and yeah. then he he does the tax offering, mm-hmm. but when he goes, I think a man is more like a man if he. Has a bottle of suds. Oh, the way when he, he says, says bottle that of is... suds, I'm like, I would have thrown you off the roof <laughs> for saying bottle of suds at me. Bottle all weird. That's got to. I yeah. bet that's got to be straight out of the book. That is such yeah. it really, King really does. Period writing. Mm-hmm. No one would ever speak like that. Yeah. No one would ever say a bottle of suds to a cop. <laughs> so I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say the part where he's like, "Excuse me, famously violent and murderous jail warden, do you love your wife?" And it's yeah. like, buddy, there are a million better ways into this. Yeah. There really, really is. If, if I was the jail warden, I'd be like, "Are you talking to me like a movie?" Yeah. <laughs> Where's the cameras? Yeah. Where's the cameras? This is what right someone now. says when they they don't expect me to go unhinged immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, certainly most people would have been like, oh, excuse me, sir, but I'm actually an, uh, an accountant and I maybe know of a way you could Being an accountant money. was like the seventh sentence. Yes. He was like, aren't you the guy that killed your wife? Yeah, but I know about your wife. Okay, dude, yeah, yeah please stop <laughs> talking. Did you fuck my wife? Is that what you're? Is that why you're here? What Just, happened? I always, I cannot listen to him say, a man feels more like a man if he's yeah. working outside and got a bottle of suds. I'd like to fuck your wife. Out of not keeping the entire amount of money that she's been left. I think I've blocked that Suds line out it, of my head it's just, because it's so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. It's a great, you know, I, I, we don't need to be the podcast that says Shawshank is good. No, look, here's the other thing. I'll say this about Shawshank as well. The rare time, like the first time I sat and watched it all the way through, I was like, oh, this is really long. It's this is a long. really long film. Yes. Yeah. This like covers this guy's whole life. There is yeah, a while yeah. after he escapes. <laughs> yes. It, yeah. Do it, we need the the in real time of him fixing the boat on the beach? No, we don't. We absolutely <laughs> don't. Him need soaking all of it. and bending wood. Yeah. It's got that Lord of the Rings ending thing where you're like, is it over now? No. Oh God, damn! Come on, Red, find uh, the clues. I faster. distinctly remember seeing Return of the King in theaters, and I love the Lord of the Rings movies. Yes. And I, it was, it's the only time I've ever read a book before seeing the movie in the history of anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember three or four endings in when it then fades out when they're in the bed excited mm-hmm. and they're all seeing yeah. Frodo for the first time and it fades out and then it still comes back. <laughs> a guy in the theaters go literally goes, 
Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone like cl- clapped. And this is the night it came out. <laughs> we were like, amazing. look, we've been, we watched not 12 hours of these this week. Yeah. <laughs> that was my family's like rainy day tradition. If it like r- rained a lot, spe- I remember specifically on two different vacations, we would just put on the three director's cuts in a row oh, and man. you would just be inside for 12 yeah. hours watching Lord of the Rings. That's like my pervert wife <laughs> yeah. who will watch it over and over. Over and over and over. It's one of the weirder. I had a roommate uh, whose work movies were either Lord of the Rings or Cloverfield. <laughs> and she would just put on Cloverfield to get some work done. <laughs> Very ahead of her time. I, I would, as a joke, like before bed, I would put on like, I would just put two towers on, uh, just on like HBO Max. And just to see, and she'd be like, you piece of shit. And then she would just stay up and watch the whole thing. I'd go to bed, and she'd be up for Even has three the more hours with her and everything. Yes, she'd just sit there and would just watch it all the way through. Now you're actually talking about the 9-11 documentary, Two Towers, right? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Yeah, sorry, not Two Towers, Loose Change. I'm thinking of Loose Change. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, she'll United just sit and watch Loose Either Change. Either way, how did, how did they fall? I think they got hit with a plane, actually. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the end. Is that the director's cut? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just him, someone leaning into George Bush's ear and like whispering, like, Aragorn is actually the king. He's coming back. This movie's going to end like 19 times. They even they even rushed some parts of Return. That's the craziest part about these things. Oh, yeah. They're such yeah. a monumental achievement to capture. Like if you watch Lord of the Rings and you're like, these are long, you're like, dude, the books would be the thing you hate the most. If you think the movies are long in any capacity, they are, they don't cover anything. Yeah. Imagine, <laughs> imagine those movie, imagine the movies uh, padded out with just minutes and minutes of just topography. What just if it was a description about a mountain? Yeah. <laughs> And just songs, little little songs. I'm glad the songs didn't make the cut. I um, saw I saw the because they mounted Lord of the Rings the musical. Its first first production was in Toronto. Oh wow! And I went to a preview of it with, uh, and this is when people are like, you know, I was like at a restaurant and mm-hmm. I saw Eddie Redmayne there, and it was so L.A. Uh, I went to a uh, a pre-show, a preview of Lord of the Rings the musical, and the uh, keyboardist from the Bare Naked Ladies was there, and that is so Toronto. Wow, extremely Canada. But yeah. it was they have a few songs in it, and they're bad, but also they're in Elvish. So you're like, you know what people love about musicals? Singing along to them, and nobody but like my wife and a couple of her old message board friends will be able to sing along to these. There's not a whole lot of people who could sing along who like to sing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> not a yeah. lot of I know Elvish and I sing in public overlap oh, it was uh, it's like one of the biggest disasters in like big theater history mm-hmm. then they took it to london they were like this isn't for canada they'll appreciate this in <laughs> london it bombed there too <laughs> the guy who played the guy who played gandalf he was way too young he was this canadian he's like one of the only canadians ever went to tony for acting and they let him essentially pick whatever role he wanted Picked Gandalf. He was too young. We watched him Mrs. Q. You, we saw him walk out in the background and then like run off stage while oh, other no. stuff was happening. <laughs> and the first act ends with the Balrog, and it's just this—it's impressive. This big, the stage was this incredible setup. This huge thing comes out and unfurls, and you're like, "That's kind of neat." And then it just like blows garbage at you, like <laughs> it's just like blowing like scraps of incredible. paper, and you're like, "I just had trash blown at me by yeah. this like." Hundred million dollar musical, and this is their big closing number. It uh, it was really bad, uh, and the, also the keyboardist from the Bare Naked Ladies, 
left. <laughs> just left that. halfway it's through. Smart, yeah. smart on his part. Yeah. I went and saw a uh, uh, breakfast at Tiffany's with Amelia Clark in previews one time. A friend of mine was a concierge at a hotel in New York, mm-hmm. so she would often get tickets that people couldn't go to. Mm-hmm. People were like, "We got to leave early. Do you want the tickets?" Or, "Hey, we got you know these are rich. Yeah, yeah. Just hey, we got you these. Thank you for your help." Nice. And she was like, "This is a preview of breakfast at Tiffany's. This is." Game of Thrones, like season five or four is on. Like this is Amelia Clark's the biggest person in the world. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. <laughs> they one time they set a set piece in front of all of the cast. The oh, cast wow. marks were wrong and the set piece went in front of them and they all had to just walk around it and come out in the front. The cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's was loose the whole time and kept running across during every scene. And people, you're just like, is this, are you like doing like a thing? Like it was yeah. so loose that you're like, is this a bigger statement about like something that I don't fully understand? People were sort of booing because you know, the people who go to Hollywood or to Broadway previews are, are nightmare upper uh-huh. West side people. Oh and yeah, that's their just, culture. Right, exactly. Yeah. They go to like they want it to be bad so they can tell it was and no one was bad. It was no one's fault. The production was terrible. Yeah. And they ride horses in one scene. Uh and they for the horse riding they just clamped ropes to the stage. You know like what people do at a gym like this? <laughs> yeah, they cr- held, crossfit. That yes, yeah, crossfit thing. Yeah. And they held two of them and bobbed up and down. <laughs> This oh, is at no. the Schoenfeld Theater <laughs> in on Broadway, and to the point where it didn't run. Wow. That's how bad it was. They were just like, well, we can't do a full run with the biggest star in the world. I've never no. been to a Broadway show. They sound miserable to me. They sound, it's like, like it, it's. I've been to so little like real life mm-hmm. theater. Like, yeah, yeah. Good, like my ex girlfriend invited me to a play in North Hollywood at like. A, like theater there and it was like it was like quite good and it was a production of some play that like you know Paul Newman was one of the first cast members uh in like the 50s and it was great and they were all great in it but afterwards looking around in the room it was like the, they had the cast just like took questions from the audience and I was like oh my god this Whoa. audience is they're all over 50 they all yeah. clearly come to every single production I just was like oh my god this right. art form is dying this is so oh. A well, dying art yeah. form, live theater. The only time I've ever been to a Broadway show was in eighth grade. They took the the band kids up to New York from Maryland to go see um, uh, Family Opera. Oh, and uh, okay, I take I would go see <laughs> Phantom. Well, I'd be glad you weren't at our show because um, they had maybe fifty eighth graders, and the way that the Phantom and that production said Christine was so funny. <laughs> That every time the Phantom came back out, we all went, Christine. <laughs> so it was like 50 assholes just heckling. Uh, it is, I think that when they're simple, I've had a nice, that's a coaster. You can okay, great. When they're simple, I've had a nice time. Yeah. Every like, but I've seen a few plays where you go and you're like, oh good, a play about an English professor who likes a student. Yeah. Like, okay, okay, how did this make Broadway? But then like, <laughs> it was, oh, what is his name? Who played Snape? Um, oh, uh, Alan, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman was the star. And you're like, well, I'll watch this I'll watch anything, forever. Anything and then I came back two weeks later and saw the same play because uh, Jeff Goldblum was playing the same role. <laughs> and I'm like, this is actually insane. Yeah. Like, this is the only <laughs> the way I appreciate theater most is watching two guys have to do. Th- and you're like, Jeff Goldblum's good. Alan Rickman is the greatest actor who's ever been on the entire planet. Yes. And you uh, but you see, I saw uh, a lot of good. Not a ton that I was like, this is like the thing that changed that I saw on. I, I saw Book of Mormon original on Broadway. And I was oh, like, I oh, that. this is like, uh, so some of the jokes are so funny that you're just like, I was there like mad. 
<laughs> like joke. I was like, this is the one of the few times. This is probably 2013 or 14. I got to go because someone I worked with's wife left him and he had got them tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and she left him Hell after yeah. their wedding. Like, and he was like, this is supposed to be the end of our honeymoon was going to see Book of Mormon. So Let me do you want to go? And I'm like, I didn't even need the story. <laughs> and because um, I was like the comedian guy that worked at Apple. Yeah. So and you, some of the jokes, jokes would get a, these like standing ovations. And I'm just like, there were a few things in Book of Mormon. I was like, I don't think I could ever be that funny. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the cast. I've not, I haven't seen it since then with anyone else. But this was like Josh Gad. Yeah. And like always be like, where you're yeah, just like, yeah. but this is such an upsettingly good thing. And it also sort of reinforced my, man, when comedians tackle other stuff, they're kind of <laughs> really good at it. <laughs> like when, when these guys really go into uh, Broadway or a mu- and th- those guys are so good at writing songs sometimes. It's like so insane. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah I would have liked to have seen Spam a lot as well. But like everything else, I'm just like, it, I, it's like, yeah, like a play where it's just like people talking. I'm like, oh, okay, like I can appreciate Every this. Every play is about an old guy falling in love with a girl. And you're like, I, I, I bet I know what <laughs> yeah. the guy who wrote this looks like. <laughs> for sure. For sure. They're all just trying to be Arthur Miller. <laughs> it's all, every single one of them. It, like, bag what, that was called Monroe. Notorious that I saw. Um, and you're just like, it's another one about an old English professor whose student yeah. loves him so much that he has to give in. Well, every time I see a play too, I'm just like, oh, this going to make a pretty good movie. Like yeah. I would just like yeah. to see angles. I'd like to see, you know, like, I'd like to I could at see? the camera to make sure. to elevate the the situation. And I don't I don't like musicals. Musicals like make me feel like I'm in church most of the time. Yeah, I I, can see I, that. I hate the choral sound, and it just sounds like everyone's a virgin on stage. I can't seen. handle it. it mu- <laughs> every music, I never saw Hamilton. I won't. I entered the lottery every day. I just thought if I won, I could sell the tickets to someone I knew or oh, something yeah. like that. But I know that I would hate it, and I don't need to have. I I just don't. I, I don't need to be have an informed opinion about it because I don't yeah. need to like actually get into an argument with anybody. All yeah. musicals if I just keep do saying sound. I don't like it, then I've never seen it, then whatever. People can leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They all all yeah. musicals do feel like Lynn Manuel Miranda's like earnest to the point of like, is this are you doing a thing at me? I'm convinced he's a psyop. I don't think that like <laughs> I don't think that he's he's talented enough to warrant the career that he has. Well, people love a kind of cornball <laughs> rap guy. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, too, it's like he's written good songs for other stuff. Has it's he? like when he when he, it's entirely his has own vision. Has he been vision. in any Pixar things? I feel like Disney or Pixar, oh, like yeah. he has to have been in like, he yeah, like he wrote, Moana or he, something he's like written that. Songs, he's written music for like multiple Pixar, either Pixar or Disney. And like people like those songs. But again, I think it's because he has like creative guidelines yeah. to work around as mm-hmm. opposed to just his interests of being like. Yeah, a rap musical about Alexander Hamilton. I read a book. Yeah, <laughs> when like, people were like, "You gotta just listen to." People were listening to the Hamilton soundtrack like on the subway <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, I, so I was like, okay, like a minute in, I'm like, who just listens to this <laughs> without the lead in? I cannot. And one of the things I dislike the most about musicals, and I I don't dislike musicals like yeah. on a, as that, but the thing I hate is the the transi- transitional part from talking to singing, where it's like, well, hey. But what is that? I don't think that that should go like this. And I'm like, every one of them makes me want to die. Yeah. <laughs> every time that it's that sort of, there's no way. And there's no, I can't, I don't have a solution Yeah. to be like, this is what I would do to make it, you go from talking to singing and it not be insane, but it feels like someone should be getting hit. I know. I just want to yell, you're lying. It's like, <laughs> for, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but that's what I want to yell when it happens. Um, there's, <laughs> there's one specific production it. of uh, Jesus Christ Superstar is the only musical I truly love, which is the Norman Jewison film version. Oh. And it's 
because it's just a lot of subtext in it. That's like as like a as like a former Catholic, just like a, a, a play. And lots of versions have it where you're just like, God, you know, Judas mm-hmm. and Jesus are like extremely gay in this musical. They like <laughs> yeah. so clearly are like lovers. Yeah. And also, it's from the '70s, so there's all these great touches of like like in the middle of the song, some like guy in the background going like, "Hey, cool it, man!" <laughs> during a song. I love it. That's it's, cool. It's That's so cool. good. Yeah, filmed filmed ones don't bother me as much. Like I've seen, uh, uh, Dix the musical just came out. Very, 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 very funny. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, and it's like the comedies are a little easier because then yeah. the unreality of it all isn't mm-hmm. such a factor. And like yeah. Jesus Christ Superstar, there isn't really any dialogue in it. Yeah. It's like just the songs leading into each other. I think that the com- the comedy helps because yeah, you are this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Or Boz Lerman, it yeah. is like I like Chicago. I'm like, you got to make it look like that's that. Not, that's not Boz. Oh, you're right. That's you're Rob right. Marshall. You're right. Rob Marshall. Just uh, looks like him. Uh, Harvey, yeah, uh, not, not in a bad way. Or but Moulin just, Rouge. Harvey sorry, I meant guy. to say Moulin Rouge, oh, actually. Moulin Rouge, I meant to okay. say Moulin Rouge. I'm like, I like, I need this to look so insane that I believe they would be singing if there, no one was there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I need this to feel like, I do like Chicago, but well, Moulin Rouge, I like really actually. I'm visually, like, it yeah. distracts from that weird um, uh, transition, too, because you're mm-hmm. like, I'm looking at a fairy. Oh, they're singing now. So and you don't have yeah, that. There's explosions that of flowers. It's, it's the yeah, same thing yeah. as like the comedy making fun of it in a case mm-hmm. like that. It's all so unreal yeah. that it doesn't bother you when you're like, come on, give me a break. Plus, mm-hmm. if not for musicals, I would have no idea how many minutes are in a year. Oof. Dude, I hate rent. Uh, <laughs> I hate wow. that music. We love an anti-work <laughs> podcast. Um. I'm not anti-work. I'm not. Oh man, I, I I've only seen it once. Actually, Babs and Tess, my my co-host, they made me go see it because they both love it. And we went to like an off, off, off little black box Hollywood Boulevard presentation. It's of it so off Broadway. It's just in someone's apartment watching the DVD. <laughs> it might as well. The bathroom was while through, they sing along to all, every song. The bathroom was through the stage. Uh, oh, so it was one of those like just don't drink anything, be thirsty, or have to pee for two hours. Um, it was awful, and it just was not. I was watching it. I was like, wait, the hero killed a dog, and I'm supposed to like this person? Yeah, the, the one hero thing killed you're not a supposed dog, to do. And the reasonable friend who figured out a way for everybody to like actually live is the villain. Maybe, maybe, maybe work on your craft, you assholes. They just—it just felt like a lot of people. I'm choking. I'm not sick. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> it felt like just watching. It felt like a lot of people who were like, "I'm an artist," but didn't put the work into actually being an artist. And as somebody that has worked very hard for 16 years in comedy, it, I was like, I hate all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's just like very 90s. You're yeah, like, yeah. Come on, man. Ugh. That's like the theme of every 90s work. Like, oh. Come on. People Yo. love Stomp. What if we <laughs> yeah. found a way to make Stomp sad? They're all sour on stage. Stomp. can't believe I got a Stomp again tonight. <laughs> St- oh stomp is too long of a title. If there's a way we can... <laughs> um, all right, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get into your Hellraiser script here. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Hey, everybody, this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. The brand that took your balls to space is now launching them into the ultrasphere, introducing the Lawn Mower 5.0 Ultra, featuring a new cutting-edge design and next-generation dual-skin-safe blade heads for different shaves. It's uh, pretty much a spaceship to take your boys downstairs to the next level. Join the 9 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with the brand new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code NEVERSEENIT. High tech for low places. Manscaped. 
I actually uh, got one of these new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultras. I got to check this out, give it a test, and what I really like is is it's interchangeable skin-safe blade heads. There's a standard trimmer blade, and then there's a new foil blade for an even smoother shave, wherever your heart desires. It's nice to not worry about uh, nicks and cuts as much as I used to, as the Lawnmower 5.0 helps reduce both. And if, you know, if you're traveling, which I do a lot, this is a big thing that I talk about, is Manscaped has you covered. This comes with a little travel case, even a travel lock feature, so you can avoid any accidental powering on or anything like that in the airport. Battery running down, getting weird looks because your luggage is vibrating, all that sort of stuff. I've already traveled with it, and, and it, it's worked great for me. So go ahead and check this out. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NEVERSEENIT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. I figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so with the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. Free shipping. With the code never seen it at manscaped.com. Your balls have been through enough. It's time to go ultra with Manscaped. Hey, we are back. Uh, time to get into the part of the podcast. That's the podcast. 25 I, I minutes do think into it's worth saying that break ended up being a full two weeks long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandy has now watched Hellraiser <laughs> yeah, and seen under, the musical I'm, reproduction I'm very of it. Different, it's very different from what I've written here. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you just bring it. Oh, wow, I did such a good job of wow, guessing. Uh, I have perfect. this 96 page <laughs> script here. Uh, uh, On uh, April uh, Fool's Day, we did I Had Never Seen Cheers. And I just read the pilot mm-hmm. to Cheers, the actual one, because oh, it's so funny. famous. And peop- there were people that were like, it took me 20 pages <laughs> to be like, there's no. And so it, it's sad when people are like, this was just so good. I knew you were pranking me. <laughs> <laughs> there's just no way, Kyle. I hope some people are learning that now, listening, that I talk about it. Because I never said you know, anything, but I figured it would be obvious enough. Yeah. But it is. It was good. <laughs> they should, they should bring love, back love, part of that show. I love people constantly. Like that's what everybody says now because the the pilot truly is so famous as like everyone being like it's the best uh, sitcom pilot ever. That's the one. People always are like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, because there's like, what else? What am I what to say about? There this was nothing thing? else. I read the whole thing and I was like, it did all the stuff everyone always told yeah. me it did. Do you know the the story about how Cliff got his part? I love I love this. No. Uh, so Cl- the guy that played Cliff actually went out for Norm. And he like read it and did okay. And then he was like, so who's who's the guy that knows everything at the bar? Like, I didn't see that oh, character. Right. 
And the casting director was like, what is, what are you talking about? He's like, every bar has this guy. And then he just riffed a bunch of it. And they were like, you're not gonna, you're, it's going to blow your funny. mind when you find out what this guy looks like at every bar, too. <laughs> yeah. Just like me. Just like that, it's yeah. crazy how much they pay that guy. He, he, also, yeah. has, he also has weird right-wing politics yeah. as well. You're not going to believe it. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> where was Cliff on J6? Uh, <laughs> just puts a Q where the C is in Cliff. <laughs> um, I, got, I saw a guy at the supermarket with a Q shirt like a couple weeks ago. I followed him around for a long time. I was like, oh, man, I you in the wild. <laughs> Surprisingly paid for every bag. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so so we're getting into Hellraiser okay. here, which you have never seen. This never is, seen. We, I got, we got a bunch of Halloween episodes coming up. Awesome. And this is one of them. So Hellraiser, is there anything you want to preface? We... Uh, good. Like what, what you're bringing to the table of knowing of Hellraiser. So I know, I know that there's, I know there's Pinhead and I know what he looks like. He's got pins in his head. Yeah, he's got pins in his head. <laughs> All time naming. Man. Um, I did not, I don't think I got, I can't remember if I got a Billy Corgan reference in here or not. Um, I, if I didn't, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, th- I know that like, he lives in like a different dimension. I kept thinking maybe he was like a Freddy Krueger, but with pins in his head instead of scissors on his hands. I mean, that's what they kind of turned him into later. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, and I know... Well, he didn't kill with the pins, but yeah, yeah. I, it, it seemed like there's like a, a BDSM never nudiness about him kind of going on. <laughs> Those two things know. that I associate with one another, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, go together. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mostly just know the poster. I just know the his the very mask. famous. That's poster all I really face. knew, and I was like, oh, so let me just put in some like things that feel like they would be in his world. Okay. And that's kind of where I went from. I love it. All right, go um, ahead and, and let okay. us know who's playing who, unless you want it to be all be reveals. That's no, also no. okay. We can, we can do that. Uh, uh, well, since you've read it so many times, might you be Pinhead? I've seen Will? it. I haven't okay. read well, it. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, <you laughs> well, like one of these days, you I'll watch the this novel? book. <laughs> I mean, it is based on uh, a, sh- a short story. Oh, okay. Yeah, Got by uh, the director. Uh, Sapphire. Uh, yes. Yes, he does. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, push pins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Kyle, I'm gonna, you're going to play two different parts. But there are two different part. There, there are two different airy parts of the script. Basically, okay. at first you'll be playing Mar- Marilyn Manson. Awesome time to play Marilyn Manson. Yeah, well, <laughs> when he's um, at his peak of love. I, I feel like that's yes. probably in there. If I had to guess, uh, <laughs> it's probably. I, I'm related. pretty sure I wrote it. I, I, but I also might. I think I wrote that at one point, but it was later in the script, so I might have deleted it or moved okay. it up. I can't remember. <laughs> All right. And then you're also playing the part of a, a kid named Corey, or um, his chat room name is Beat My Shorts. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can have that. I like that. And then I'm gonna. I'll just do straight stage directions. You, br- I've you brought these everything. scripts. They're highlighted. Yeah. You okay. know what's? Wh- I don't even know what Marilyn Manson sounds like. We're all stars now in the dope ship. Just talk about Columbine. Co- talk about Columbine and find your voice for yeah. a second. Way ahead of you. Okay, great, perfect. <laughs> I start covering up my tattoos. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> it sucks that I also listen to. This is just like such a cross section <laughs> of like my interests throughout my life. I'm no. like the only guy I know who's like, ah, I gotta stop listening to Marilyn Manson. <laughs> and everybody'd be like, ha ha, and I'd be like, yeah, ha ha ha, right, a joke. Dude, I was in uh, where the fuck was I? I was in like Memphis a few years ago playing uh, a venue across the street from a Manson show, and I was so bummed the timing didn't line up because I was like, I want, I'd like to see him live. And before we knew that he was horrible. Mm-hmm. You didn't go to Rockfest with me in eighth grade? <laughs> <laughs> See him, he, you had to pick and choose between him and Default. Uh, 
I was seeing Eminem and uh, the HF Festival in Baltimore. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> Interior Marilyn Manson's dressing room, 1990s. Marilyn Manson dances around backstage in his little titty outfit from the Dope Show music video. This is probably before <laughs> that album came out, but I bet he just had it for a while. He feels his big, weird, white, nippleless titties and is smug about how crazy he, that he is that he has two different colored eyes. The only problem with these big, weird, white, nippleless titties is I can't suck my own dick anymore. Boo-hoo. But then a portal opens next to Marilyn Manson, like a goth stargate, maybe? Big, angry, dark clouds, uh, purple clouds and lightning go off as thunder cracks. A figure out in the distance slowly floats towards the portal's opening, coming into horrifying focus as Motorhead's Born to Raise Hell starts playing. A song I don't know, but I think it sounds like this. Born to raise hell, born to raise hell. My mom is tired all the time because I'm born to raise hell. Born to raise hell, born to raise hell. I have emotional problems, but we'll never talk about them because I'm born to raise hell. <laughs> I don't know how close that is or not. It's all pretty right. close. Okay, cool. We might get flagged for copyright. <laughs> Once uh, again, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Will is just clenching the script now. <laughs> We've lost Pinhead, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Pinhead has walked out of the studio. Uh, the figure, this is Pinhead. He looks like a hot topic manager, but the hard-ass kind that always plays music that makes you want to leave the store. Maybe just try some mo something moody but melodic. Just screaming like you're being murdered by music isn't conductive to picking out a new Funko Pop, bro. This is my personal issue with Hot Topic <laughs> as a 40-year-old. Um, okay. <laughs> Pinhead has a long Neo in the Matrix kind of jacket. It's a black pleather to the floor. His face is gray. His eyes are black. Oh, he has pins all over his face, like one of those little tomatoes your grandmother had that she used to keep next to the sewing machine <laughs> that you never let her teach you how to use. But God damn it, it would be a nice skill to have now. I didn't know the tomato was such a universal yeah, show. Oh, that. oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tomato was like, I think. I wonder why. Yeah. That tomato they was hated the tomatoes back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you a fruit? Are you a vegetable? <laughs> Suffer. <laughs> yeah. So he's like a pincushion, but they're all over his head. So his name is Pinhead. He's very spooky. Hello, Marilyn Manson, or should I say Brian Warner? Hey! No one calls me Brian anymore. I'll call you whatever I want. I'm a villain from hell. Oh. You're from hell? Well, I'm from Indiana, but I was <laughs> raised in hell. They both look at the camera. <laughs> yes, I did that. Suffer <laughs> my puns. <laughs> what are you doing here, and what do you want? I'm here to make you suffer. I like suffering. I was probably raised Catholic, and I just can't shake that I was taught as a baby that I was going to hell. And then we actually did that. <laughs> Pithead points his hands at Marilyn Manson like he's a sorcerer and evil energy comes out of them. Probably looks like snakes if they were lightning bolts. I don't know. Something. Don't think about it too hard. Marilyn Manson grabs his stomach and doubles over in pain. Oh, what the hell? I gave you back the rib you got removed and then some. <laughs> so you'll never suck your own dick again. No! He falls to the floor in tears, and Pinhead, still floating, turns back around and goes through his purple star goth stargate. Bunch of extra ribs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I could feel joy, I would feel it now. But thankfully, I only know pain, anger, and sadness. Motorhead's song comes back on, but this time it's a cover by Skinny Puppy. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Are you a skinny puppy boy? No, I'm not a skinny okay. puppy boy. Wait, there, I thought I thought it was just like a motorhead word change for some reason. <laughs> uh, interior hell world. 
Pinhead floats around the hell world and sees other pin people. There's Pin Butt, a guy who looks like Billy Corgan, but with a butt full of pins. Pinata, a big fat old guy who's crying and eating tons of off-brain candy that he pulls out of his stomach and then puts back right back to his mouth. And Matt Pinfield from MTV's Headbangers <laughs> Ball, he felt appropriate. Uh, pin well, why? What about his name? Just a <laughs> I needed a mat. I don't, I don't understand. I needed I just, a mat. I needed a third. I needed a mat in here. Yeah. Um, Pinhead gives everyone the fingers, and they grimly give him the finger back. This is how you greet someone in Hell World. He floats to his house, which is a giant one of those 3D pin uh, hand art sculpture things from the science store. That as an adult, you can't think about how many strangers also stuck their face in the display one. You just don't think about it. The, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the wall. I, I truly never oh, thought okay. about okay. how many strangers <laughs> actually do now. also stuck I, their face. Yeah. Wow, I think that's why I have brain damage yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a parasite I caught from that. <laughs> every every what child will the was just of like... My tongue look yeah, like? Exactly. Every <laughs> child. Every child just... <laughs> uh, the walls of the house ebb and flow to make different penny furniture for Pinhead to sit on. I just thought that was a cool idea. All right. Um, a desk appears with a computer on it. Pinhead opens up a browser to a chat room, because chat rooms were real big in the 90s in movies, um, called The Seventh Circle. Uh, the graphics of this are all gothy and like give fire and skulls, and it's nothing like the actual internet looked like, but this movie was made when people didn't really know what it all looked like. So it's just like a malevolent GeoCities page. Uh, Pinhead's username is Boxed Wine, with it, like <laughs> whining, because eh, he's suffering. Um, um, I know Box is a thing that he has, too. I don't know. Uh, a window pops up on the screen. It's a private message from another user. Beat my shorts. Age, sex, location. 12. M. Chicago. What are you doing tonight? Playing a game. Want to come over? Pinhead looks at the camera and smiles, revealing a bunch of gross black teeth. I'd love to. He leaves his house and starts floating back up into the hell sky as lightning and thunder cracks the sky in two. Interior, beat my shorts is room. <laughs> <laughs> Beat my shorts at his computer, typing away. The goth Stargate opens in his room next to his Michael Jordan Bulls poster. Uh, uh, beat my shorts spins around in his chair, surprised but determined. Hello, beat my shorts. Or should I say, Corey? <laughs> the computer chair whips around, and a young teen boy in a leather jacket, leather fingerless gloves, and that slick back spiky hair looks like a young werewolf sits there with uh, something on his lap covered in a black cloth. What's up, bonehead? I've been waiting for you. It's... Pinhead, and you will pay <laughs> for your insolence with suffering. Corey pulls off the black cloth to reveal a game of crossfire. You'll get caught up in that. Okay. Uh, Pinhead <laughs> gasps and floats a step back at a, as another gothy Stargate thing opens above them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got a map of your world, and anything I do on this game board happens there and goes to the real hell world. Corey shoots some of the little ball bearings at a thing on the board that looks like a pit, looks like pin butt, but he he hits it and then this piece spins around, and flies off the board into the Scargate thing above them. Pin butt screams from somewhere. Pinhead is horrified. This is not the kind of suffering that does it for him. How could you? He quickly grabs the other side of the board, knowing that his whole world is at stake in this game. The cover of the Crossfire theme song plays, done by Joy Division or some other goth band we can afford. Pinhead is sweating and trying to wipe away wipe it away, but gets his hand stuck in his pins. Corey is knocking pieces off the board one after the other as screams from the other dimension build and build on each other. Pinhead can't seem to get a, a hit in at all until the last piece left on the board is a tiny pinhead. He looks down at it in realization, then up at Corey in alarm. You should have held that special edition Jack Skellington Funko Pop for me, bro. Now I have to wipe out your whole planet. Or dimension, or 
wherever you call home. In slow motion, the last ball Baron rolls towards the pinhead piece on the board and knocks it down. Pinhead in real life grabs the pins on both sides of his head like their hair and pulls them out. No! <laughs> he spins faster and faster until he flies up into super gothy Stargate, the one that he didn't come from. You get it. Suck my dick, cactus face. Corey turns back around at the computer where the Matrix screen and black numbers screens are taken over. I know these movies aren't related, but they have the same vibe. Also, now Corey's <laughs> eyes are all black like pinheads were because I'm sure there's a sequel at the end. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Some more reluctant applause from the wall <laughs> side of the studio. Mm. Joy Division is new wave. It's not goth music. Okay. Right? Mm. <laughs> Completely checked out. It's like post-punk. So, whatever. Um, show some respect. The man is dead. <laughs> I I don't think I think I maybe have seen the first Hellraiser. I don't know. There is a box. Yeah. I oh my I can't um I can't remember the name of it somehow. Uh, it has box. A, no, it has a name, and it's like the puzzle box that once they you solve it, it like cuts the person, and then it like sucks up the blood, and then that's what then sort of starts the whole thing. The lament configuration. Uh, the lament that's, configuration. Oh my god! Oh, I was close with the naming of uh, uh, that radio streaming website. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten Hellraiser movies. Oh wow! I had no idea there was that many. Almost all, after two, I think. They're all straight to DVD, okay. and they get, like, really badly, real bad, real quick. The first one's really good, though. Yeah, it's great. Okay, cool. I don't know. This seems like, and I'm basing this off literally nothing, because I think I've only seen the first one. Why do I feel like I bet one of the later ones people are like, eh, this one's actually not that bad? It feels like that sort of thing. Like, oh, number seven is like weirdly Like, seven or six good. or eight is, well, like, self-aware enough to be enjoyed. Like, well, Peter this, Jackson did This will be like <laughs> me with, like, the, the, like, later Halloween movies where I'm like... I'm like the ones that don't have Jamie Lee Curtis in them. Yeah. I'm like, no, dude. But like five is really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I seem completely really wrong. Uh, uh, hell, the seventh one is a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Has not a single good review. Zero. Not the comp- most accurate representation for <laughs> horror, but zero. Well, frankly, impressive. Though. Zero is pretty wild. They got a few zeros in wow. here. Wow. Um, yeah. So, what what is the deal? Is he like in another dimension? Like, what's his? I don't. What's yes, the deal? they're essentially from like a, a hell a hell dimension. Okay. And uh, yeah, they're all about um, uh, the the like pleasure and pain of the the, the like pleasure of pain. Okay. Um, and in the first one, the the two most famous. There's one part where uh, um, uh, one of the Pinhead's most famous line is he goes like, "I have such sights to show you." Oh yeah. And then yeah. the other one is a character gets a bunch of. Uh, chains with hooks on the end that like tear into his flesh and like (coughs) stretch him super wide and then he like looks at the main character and he goes jesus wept and then the (laughs) hooks tear him to pieces and he like explodes got it so they're all like horny for pain is the whole thing but then as it goes like one of them one of the cenobites has a bunch of cds in his head that's like his (laughs) uh, aesthetic that one tends to be everybody's favorite one because Uh, it's so weird that's so funny they were probably laser discs too in (laughs) 88 or yeah he has to take one out and put another one in to play the rest (laughs) of the nightmare (laughs) (laughs) it's like we've actually reached the end of a substitute teacher is like using him to play something for the class it's like playstation there's like a playstation one game where he's like (laughs) hold on the save is on the other memory card <laughs> you know we're actually outside of the region where you're allowed to play this <laughs> <laughs> this is so this guy really looks like pinhead this guy doug bradley who played pinhead 
I'm just looking him up. This dude <laughs> no, really totally looks like fucking, this dude still looks like fucking pinhead. Still this guy does. was pinhead in a lot of these. Well, I mean, you know, like eight of them, like till 2005. Damn, make that money, make 19... that pinhead money, bro. I bet this guy kills at these comic cons. Oh my god, you show up, you're like, look yeah. at me. He's uh, he's one of those guys where he's like probably second only to uh, uh what's his face who plays Freddy Krueger. Oh, Robert England. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. probably second only to like England in terms of like the guy that these weirdos recognize. I say these weirdos. I, 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 you're one of them. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the culture. I'd never go to a convention, but I've, I would I've say uh, uh, it's t- it's not the same, but like Peter Mayhew. Just yeah. a guy who was Chewbacca and never had his mm-hmm. face on screen oh. ever. Just be, yeah, didn't Peter Mayhew just recently pass away? Yes. Yes. Peter um, Mayhew also like, hate. I think he hated it a lot more than the, like Peter Mayhew. I don't think enjoyed having been Chewbacca. Like yeah. I, he was a much more prickly character than guys like uh, uh, Robert. He England, was someone that was Doug his Bradley. face never appeared, and people still recognize. I mean, he's, oh yes. he's humongous. Yes. Yes. He is, but yeah. still, like, there's a lot of tall guys that yeah. you aren't like. I know for a fact that's Chewbacca. <laughs> yes. God, imagine yeah. that was a thing that like happened. Instead of like being told you could be a basketball player, people were like you could be Chewbacca. <laughs> Man, if you're that tall and you were never Chewbacca, it's kind of a waste. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, were you at least like Chewbacca in high school? <laughs> <laughs> Once you go to college, though, the the funnel of Chewbaccas they get yeah. so much more talented. Yeah, yeah. They're competitive. Even Chewbacca. then, I can't watch college Chewbacca. I just like pro Chewbacca. Oh, unpaid Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exploitation of Chewbaccas is a big problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the high Highest paid public official in most states is a Chewbacca coach. Is their Star Wars director. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is for no one. No, people know. Yeah, you're right. There's a big know. crossover I section think there is between like, uh, Star Wars and sports that's fans. True. Yeah, there are. Sure. Mm. There. Uh, They're out there. Probably. <laughs> maybe soccer. Right, <laughs> right in. Uh. Um, maybe Taylor Swift fans. It's, now. it's pickleball. It's pickleball. Oh, it yeah. would be the crossover sport, oh, pickleball, yeah. and I think yeah. in forty-five or fifty years they're gonna be like, "Did you know no one who's old has ACLs anymore?" <laughs> and it's gonna be from everyone just not stretching and playing pickleball at age forty-one. Yeah, God. It, yeah, seeing all these people get into pickleball, it's like oh, they don't know. You no. just can't start playing sports when you're that age. It's such an intense. I my the my parents lived by a park. And they had tennis courts, and they turned two of them into pickleball courts, like in the park. And last time I was at my parents' house, so, you know, we play a little bit, and they have like older people playing, like 60, 70 playing and stuff. Yeah. But it is still, if you care, harsh on your knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no one's more competitive than like a 42 year old guy who hasn't played a sport in 12 years. Oh, for sure. That's the like ki- someone who's going to ruin his life. The kids are old enough to stop talking to him for a while, and he's like, oh, I got the pickleball <laughs> yeah. now. The second you can leave your kids home alone, it's time to get back into pickleball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you need to, like, get in a pool afterwards and just, like, stretch everything <laughs> out like that. Yeah. But instead, <laughs> these guys are like, ah, back into my chair for 14 right. hours. They install a cold tub at the Lake Tapoingo pickleball courts. It's just a lake. It's right there. All right. Um, we're going to take another quick break, and we're going to be back with some horror-themed... Never seen in games. All right, we're back. We're going to play a few games here on the podcast. This first game we're going to play is called Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad is Describing, Having Only Watched the Trailer and Never Having Heard of the Movie, okay. The Game. Okay. All right. Okay.
That's your dad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's got bars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just found an old guy on Fiverr. <laughs> <laughs> this was the guy who played Pinhead. This guy oh, okay. really wants to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. I gave him the twenty-five bucks for an autograph, and I was just like, "Can you just give me an okay and a yeah?" I order. Yeah. I order a different cameo every episode from someone whose face was never in the movie they're famous for. Um, this next up is the guy who voiced Chucky. <laughs> Well, how dare you? He's a well-known and very accomplished <laughs> actor. I'm sure. I'm sure. He was the doctor on, De- on um, uh, in Deadwood, for God's sake. He was in oh, Lord really? of the Rings. He was Grima Wormtongue. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen any of the Child's Play movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's um, The first one ruined, like, genuinely ruined my childhood. The, the first <laughs> one, bad. look, I'm ruining the game here with another thing I know about. But the first one is great because it's not just about a killer doll. It's about a doll that kills people because... A serial killer bank robber, as he lay dying in a shootout with the police, performed a voodoo ritual and put his soul into right. the body of a doll. That's the next episode of the show is, is Child's Play, actually. Oh. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I how, love them. How this game works <laughs> They're is so good. my dad watched a movie trailer. He writes down what he sees, and he reads back what he wrote. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my dad hasn't been to a movie theater since 1994. <laughs> Maybe 19, whenever Space Jam, the first one was in movie theaters. Said, the I'm last done. movie theater he went there. I'm done after what Space is, Jam. What? It's like a movie with the Looney Tunes. <laughs> no, like no. Jordan. I was okay. going to say much more perplexing than the baffling decision to make Space Jam. What goes on in the mind of a dad? <laughs> like what? I think he went because I was a kid and he took me to see Space Jam. Yeah. And he doesn't really like he falls asleep in movie theaters because he's tired. Oh. Just the idea of like being like, I, I don't really care for a whole art form. Like a whole, it'd he's be like, getting into him now. I think he, I, I think that <laughs> he, he just worked. He just, he's retired now. I okay. think he just worked so much back then. He's just like every moment that wasn't being an iron worker for seventy hours a week was just like I yeah. can't have my eyes open. Yeah, yeah. Right now, what am I driving? <laughs> Yeah, a dad is just tired for 40 years and then finally is allowed to have we a, actually, a, like a fucking hobby of He and I kind. talked about this the other day because he talked about how he's a grandpa now and, mm-hmm. I, you know, he, like, hangs out with my nephew all the time. And because your your podcast is your baby. So right. he thinks yes. of himself as a... <laughs> and he gets to be... He does not know what a podcast is. <laughs> he, But he's just, like, it's it kind of is such, like, the war... It, this is, like, com- nothing to do with podcasts. But he's, like, you know, the bad part about being... Being a parent is all the good parts about being a grandpa. I don't have to worry about if he's going to have dinner. I just get to hang out with him and do all the fun stuff, and I'm not as tired. I think your dad could have just been an uncle. I think that's it's yeah. also a young uncle is I'm just a grandparent. About, I'm worried about my nephew's dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys don't go buy Manscaped products, my nephew won't eat. Um, so here we go. I'm going to play this. It's my dad describing a movie trailer. you got to guess what movie it's a trailer okay. for. Okay. Okay, there's some screeching music, and he's standing outside telling us that while it's normally quiet, it is now the scene of a crime. She wants to know if there are vacancies. A shot of a guy kissing a woman's neck. It's very tense music. Shot of someone packing. That house is really dark. He's peeking out of out the window. His mom is home. The cops want to know if anything is wrong. Crazy shot above the stairs. A lot of quick shots with one line each. Something is up with this guy. 
He's talking too calm. Then one shot of him making a face. You know, well, you think about it. I'll give my parents yeah. a shout out for not even muting the television. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing but respect. I mean, my dad is watching the Weather Channel in the background. That, that, that I just like to say that's one of first of all one of the most bone chilling things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> 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 there's a on um, I can't remember which Tom Waits album it is, but there's one with a track. It's just called "What's He Building in There," and it's just like <laughs> discordant, like industrial noises behind him while he's going, "What's he building in there? He never says hello." <laughs> oh man, um, I'll play it quiet, but you can guess over while it's. It's running again. Um, are these horror movies? Okay. Halloween music. And they're not. And he's they can be from any time. Telling us. I wonder if it's. Is it like. That while it's normally quiet. I haven't seen either one of these. The vibe feels right. Is it like Blue Velvet or not like Velvet. Mulholland Drive? I I'm going to try to. Shot of a guy hotel. kissing a woman's neck. Um, it's very it's not, tense. It's not, music. Si- he, not psycho. He probably wouldn't have been psycho. <laughs> Shot of someone packing. It, it is, is psycho. It, it is psycho. Is it? Oh. Oh. It, it is psycho. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to guess Arlington Road. I was, oh, was going to tell Will. That's, that's like, what <laughs> I was trying to. Th- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mulholland Drive. I was like, there's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, okay. if you're looking up the title, it's not that because I'm just staring at the word psycho. <laughs> <laughs> that's never as anyone guessed. It's definitely not the right answer. <laughs> um, all right, let's start keeping score. I just assumed your dad would have seen Psycho. Um, yep. All right, four to one. Four to one. Four to one. Yeah. Randy, you got four points for getting that. You were Googling something, so I give you points oh, for oh, the I effort there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't um, understand the scoring system, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. And I forget, always forget to use tallies. Uh, all right, now we're going to move on. This game is called Before and Afters. Get ready to play Before and Afters. How this works is two movies have been smushed together into one movie, similar to like the Wheel of Fortune before and afters category. Okay. I'll read you the plot. You have to tell me the sort of the portmanteau, the smashed together titles. Wolf of Wally Street, Saving Private Silverman, Fa Argo would be Argo and Fargo, uh, stuff like that. There, okay. are, Those are all, those uh, are bad examples because those of, are actually good. Wolf of Wally Street would also not be a portmanteau. Correct. They're not all yes. portmanteaus. Okay. Almost, just like a yeah. little mash. Just okay. in, in that sort okay. of world. None right. of them are as pretty as those either. Okay. okay. There's it. a reason those are the everlasting examples. <laughs> okay. I will. I, I tried to put at least one horror, spooky, Halloween okay. type of movie in each of the titles. Great. Here we go. Number one. A tool for cutting down trees is wielded by a murderer who wears a mask of human skin and falls in love with an operating system that seems entirely sentient. Texas chain, Texas chain, uh, her, her her saw massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is correct. Fuck. All right, we'll give Will three I, I, I on switched, that one. I switched yeah, him around. And here we go. That was, I, I was, a, that was a team. That was a team effort. Yeah, I was, was team effort. I was telling um, six to four. I was telling someone the other day that at this point in my life, I now associate chainsaws so much more with like cutting up a, a person than yeah. I do with cutting down trees. It was very hard to write about a chainsaw without saying chainsaw. Does that mean I had a tool for cutting down trees? <laughs> yeah. And then I still say murder, like two words. Like, I try to not use the words in the thing. Here we go. Number two. Okay. 
Siblings attempt to capture evidence of an unidentified object flying above their horse ranch on its way back from the war to small town South Carolina to reclaim the love of its life. A a Nold... Fuck. Nold Mountain? I don't even know anything you were just trying to say. It's nope, and I don't know what the... A cold mountain, I thought. You're halfway, but it's not Cold Mountain. What's the second one again? Friends spend the night. Oh, sorry, wrong one. Siblings attempt to capture evidence of an unidentified object flying above their horse ranch on its way back from the war to small town South Carolina to reclaim the love of its life before she gets married. Oh, I guess she wasn't getting married in Cold Mountain. Uh, My best friend's noping. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend's noping. I don't know. My big fat Greek nope. Nope. My (laughs) big. Um, uh, uh, I don't know what the second one is. This one is a, a fun one to say. So nope is first. It's no, no, pe- no, pe- no, no. Pr- Back from the war to mm-hmm. South Carolina mm-hmm. before the love of their life gets married. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready? We're looking for the nope book. Oh, I've never seen the notebook. The notebook. But th- you didn't mention Alzheimer's once. Is that what I did. The, you just forgot. Is that what the notebook <laughs> is about? <laughs> oh my God. I've never actually seen it. I just know the like. Yeah, the, I just like, I always think of it as the framing device. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's oh. like if I describe Titanic as a lady drops a necklace in the ocean and oh. like nothing else happens. Well, that actually uh, yeah, yes, would that, 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 that's, that's a bad that. example because yeah, it's easy. That. A guy wins a poker game and goes on an adventure. Yes. Is the plot to Titanic. Um, all right, here we go. Okay. An evil clown who kills children is the recipient of a fatal curse that is passed from victim to victim via sex. Oh, uh, uh, it, it follows. It follows. Hey, <laughs> there you go. I'll get Will three for that one. Nice. Two for Brandy. I had a moment where I was like, wait, but that's not, I was like, uh, but there's no, it's just the name it of the one movie. Well. Oh, yeah. got it. Yeah. I didn't know it follows. Got it. Um, it chapter two <laughs> follows. Yeah. What uh have you ever seen that interview where Bill Hader says he got I haven't seen the second part of New It. I saw the first part of New It. But Bill Hader bad. says he only got the second part because one of the, the what's the kid? Wolf? Wolf Finn Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Finn. Wolf yeah. Wolf Finnhard. So I just yeah, watched yeah. I rewatched Hard Game of Wolf Thrones. Finn. It's hard to say <laughs> Finn Wolfhard, seriously. Yeah. He was like, I want Stefan to be me. And then they were like, okay. And so Bill Hader's oh doing an interview. He's like, how much power does this like 11-year-old have? He's like, I'm like, I've never been in a movie like this in my fucking life. <laughs> and a child is like, bring me Stefan. It's, <laughs> it, it's like really weird. You look at that cast and it's like, it, it, it's like, yeah, like, so like, but even then it's like this, 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 it, the premise is the star of the movie. Yeah. But they still bother to get Jessica Chastain and mm-hmm. um, what's his, fuck. Oh my god! What's his face? Um, the other like biggest name in it from like Wanted and the X Men movies and Atonement. Uh, I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. They um, still go through um, James McAvoy. Yeah, James yeah. McAvoy. They go through the effort of getting him, and then they also get like Bill Hader, where it's like, yeah, this isn't really his thing. And then they get uh, the guy who played the pimp in Tangerine, <laughs> uh, and was on like the like a guy who was like a weird art movie yeah. staple. Mm-hmm. And then the guy from the Old Spice commercials, and then a guy I've never heard of or seen before in my entire life. It is the weirdest cast Weird. for this movie, which, again, you could have 
just passed anybody. Yeah, and the clown. it would have made just as much money. Right. And this is, is a Skarsgård showcase yes, film. Of course. And yeah. it's awful. It's really bad. Really? Really? Yeah. You I can like tell the that they part. had you can tell they had like a year and a half to put it together. Yeah. Because oh, the book it. also the book isn't the first half is the young people, the yeah. second half is the adults. The book is like going back and mm-hmm. forth between time periods. Yeah. Yeah. So like they like fucked the structure up by just doing kids in the first one. And then with the sequel, they're kind of like, well, there isn't really. And look, they go to the, they talk to the fucking turtle that holds the world on its back in the book. That's where they learn a like song to kill this type of monster. Like it's Stephen King. It's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. They have a, a, oh, a they've tween notoriously, orgy. Yeah, I was yes. say, they've, they've cut out a lot of child sex. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They don't say cold suds once. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I really think a clown can be a clown without a cold bottle of suds in the sewer. <laughs> Yeah, that's how he lures the kid in the opening scene. He's like, would you like a bottle of cold Cold bottle of suds sounds like something in a commercial from The Simpsons. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's like how they lure Duffman lures Homer somewhere. (laughs) Um, Okay, current score is seven to eight. Brandy, you're one and eight, seven. I don't remember what happened in any of these. Next one. All right. Friends spending the night in the woods find an old book that summons the dead when read aloud, including a former eccentric director who was an outcast from Hollywood but remained close with Bella Lugosi. Evil Dead Wood. Fuck. Evil Dead Wood is correct. Yes. Good that's, one. It's a hard movie to write a plot to because that's the, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. Anyways, you got it. That was a good one. I heard that new Evil Dead was like amazing. That keeps happening with Evil Dead. It's like every other one, people are like, this actually is rejuvenating the franchise. And then the next one come up, people are like, I think we should yeah. probably kill everyone on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I liked the I liked the proper remake too. Mm-hmm. This most recent one, it's yeah, it's I don't know. I, I yeah. it's like it's like if if you want what it's serving up, it's good. But about halfway through, I was kind of like, I don't really. I I miss. I like campy. In my, in yeah, my it's, Evil Dead. They're not can be, they're like just like insanely violent. That's what and seems they to happen go is for they go super violent. Everyone's like, I like campy. So they make one that's like yeah. kind of self aware again. Everyone's like, there it is. And they're like, now time to do the gritty reboot <laughs> of yeah. the campy reboot of the gritty one. Yeah. You also need a guy who's gonna like wants to have fun with it. Like, cause the other thing too, like Evil yeah. Ted do, it's not just great because it's like funny, it's because it is like the singular vision. It's like every movie after that. You can see bits and pieces from every movie Sam Raimi made afterwards yeah. in right. Evil Dead 2. He right. just put everything, everything every idea he, everything ever he ever had wanted visually. to put on screen. Sure. Yeah. To do. yeah. The right. TV show was super good, too. Did yeah. you guys watch the Evil Dead TV show? Yeah. It's it was, just tough. CGI blood is just tough with me. I'm one well, of those yeah. pieces of shit that everybody's annoyed by and wants really to kill bleed. with a gun <laughs> and then bury their body in the woods. And when their wife comes looking for them, they're like, you're better off like this, honey. <laughs> you're one of those guys. Yeah, one of those guys. One of those classic guys. Yeah. Classic dudes. All right, that's one point for Will for being a guy like that. <laughs> All right, current score, 12. Fuck, what's that French joke? They're eight. playing They're playing poker, and jo- Joey's like a... I fold like a fat. Uh, I fold like a hooker who got punched in the stomach by a fat guy with sores in his face, and they all just look at him. He goes, "Oh, I'm I'm out. I'm out." <laughs> uh, two more. Okay. Paranormal investigator slash demonologists are called to a secluded farmhouse where a supernatural presence has made itself known, and the manifestations escalate beyond the form of that beyond in, <clears throat> and the manifestations escalate into. A mysterious, powerful board game. The Conjuruigi? Conjurmanji? The Conjurmanji. Oh, damn it. Conjurmanji. Conjurmanjuring. Yeah. That's cool. Not a lot of people... The Conjuring's a tough plot because it's very vague. 
Yeah. Once you said farmhouse, I was like, well, it's not insidious, so I bet it's The yeah, Conjuring. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I didn't know the first part at all. So that's a team effort. Conju- I'm gonna, oh, I, team went, effort, team I effort. gave Will three and you two on that one. Okay, Why? Good. Patrick good. Wilson is in all of those movies, it feels like. he's Because he's, he's like the haunted in mm-hmm. Insidious. Yeah. But in The Conjuring, he is the investigator. Of those you got those two face. real people who were very honest right. and never <laughs> deceived or ripped off anybody. Sometimes you got that face. All right, final one. He, yeah. he does. He looks like ge- he's like generic handsome man. Like, yeah. he's not super like. Yeah, SCU like, on. He's in approachable movies. hot. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. hot. If you're, he's really hot. It, the he more be, boring you are, the hotter he is. But he yes. levels out. It's a classic in the NBA. You like Demar Derozan. People say like, uh, people say like he raises your floor, but not. He raises your floor by a lot, but not your ceiling by much. Right. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to lose forty games with Demar Derozan, but Demar Derozan isn't going to push you over. He's not going to single-handedly ever. win you more. Yes, yeah. yes. All right, final that one's one. for the Star Wars fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when uh, the matriarch of a family dies, her daughter and grandchildren begin unraveling cryptic, terrifying secrets about a Sasquatch they brought home from the woods. Oh God, mm, fuck. Hold on. Uh, uh, Give me the first half again. Well, Randy's when thinking. the matriarch of a family dies, her daughter and grandchildren begin unraveling cryptic, terrifying secrets about a Sasquatch that they brought home from a trip to the woods. It's in the first movie. I can't even think of the first fucking movie. It's this is a the worst part of this shit is some fucking all the pricks at home listening to this being like. <laughs> I just want to say if, if you're going through that right now, I want you to unsubscribe to the Patreon for this podcast because you don't deserve it. Never listen again. Don't support the ads. Uh, way ahead of you. <laughs> Hereditary and the Hendersons. Hereditary and the Hendersons. Yes. That's correct. Oh God, I just needed that word. I couldn't find it. There it is. All right. I, I had. No clue what the first movie was. Yeah, Some, I knew it was that. A lot of horror movies or plots are difficult to concisely write um, well, without giving away if they don't have like yeah. a book or a pinhead. I feel like yeah, it's, I feel like it's harder to nail down which one specifically because you're like, okay, well, which of the twelve? Right. If you're like people in a cabin stuff near, well, I mean, that cabin in the woods is a movie about what I'm trying to describe. <laughs> how it's difficult to write yeah. it. Anyways, a a yeah. rundown wooden house right. that Abraham Lincoln was born in, in <laughs> a forest. Off the beaten path, people <laughs> encounter murderous villains. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Current score is 18 to 14. Granny is winning this. We have one final game that okay. we're going to play here today. What was it? What was the final game? Oh, it's called Build the Perfect Movie. Okay. I got a lot of songs, and I don't label I, my little pad. I thought that was a part of it. <laughs> I know. I love how Kyle live DJs his own songs. It's like <laughs> watching Daft Punk without the pyramid. Uh, this is Build the Perfect Movie. How it works is you will each have to pick two movies whose Rotten Tomatoes score it up to as close to 100 as possible without going over. So Ooh. Price is Right rules apply. You cannot go over. We'll do horror theme for today. You can each, you'll each pick your first one. And then we'll recap the scores so you can pick your second one according to how it goes. Um, Brandy, since you are winning, you will pick first. Okay. Um, uh, uh, oh, God. What's a horror movie? Um. <laughs> if only we'd brought any up. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of one we haven't, we haven't talked yeah. about. Um, uh, Jesus Christ. A Werewolf in London. An American werewolf. American movie? werewolf. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Well, <laughs> that is you lose twelve points for saying that like that. <laughs> All right, Will, your first movie. 
Um, what a time for the internet to just go out. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Does does Cloverfield count as a horror movie? Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's a big giant monster. This is spooky. Yeah. The, the problem is, is that jump scares as stuff. time yeah, has okay. gone on, the monster has turned into a good guy based on who he killed. <laughs> so <laughs> It's a horror movie for a yeah. different reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll give it to you. All right, let's recap our scores. Uh, American Werewolf in London is a 89%. Shit. Okay. So you're looking for an 11 or less. Cloverfield it's like is like 72? 78. Oh, shit. So you're looking I thought for it was 22. A little bit lower. And Will, since you have the most to make up, you'll pick first. Fuck, no. <laughs> it's just the rule of the game that's always happened that I didn't change now. Okay, so I'm looking for... I'm 22. looking for... My plan here is I was like, I'm going to go with something I know. I thought it was in the lower 70s. And then I'm going to try to think of a mm-hmm. deep sequel that stinks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now I am like struggling with, okay, I'm going to say, uh, uh, um, I'm going to say uh, uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street 6. Is that? That's Lost fi- in New York. I think that's, is that the final? Oh, no. Freddy's Dead, no, no, the no, no, final no. nightmare? I'm not doing Freddy's Dead. I'm going to go um, Friday the 13th. Is it seven is Jason Takes Manhattan? The New Blood is seven. Which one is Jason Takes Manhattan? The one with the Olsen twins. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that is eight. Okay, yes. Uh, yes, I'm going with Friday the 13th, part eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, it's which he does not arrive Friday in Manhattan. the 104th. Yeah, he does not arrive in Manhattan until like 15 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> Famously wow. That's because he took the path to Manhattan. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, all right. Werewolf in London is an 89. You're looking for an 11. Let's go. Let's go Hellraiser 5. Let's see if. I'd be shocked if there are reviews. Oh, Inferno. For Hellraiser Inferno, there are. Okay. All right, here we go. Like that's how low budget they get, where it's like yeah. it, the, all the reviews no are from like are from like chopmydickoff.org. <laughs> right. There's one like a uh, verified review. <laughs> yes. And then yeah, it, yeah. Um, the rest are just Hellraiser fan fiction YouTube. <laughs> here we go. Let's review our scores. Cloverfield is a 78%. Okay. Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan, 11%. Shit. So that's an 89. Damn it. Uh, I will tell you, Nightmare, uh, f- Final Nightmare was a 22. Oh. oh. <laughs> Would have wow. been a legit perfect movie for like the second time oh, in the, the no. history of the podcast. I, 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 I underestimated reviewers because uh. I was like, there's always enough dumbasses to yeah, yeah. like these fucking things. That would have been the second time anyone's ever got a perfect movie in the history oh. of the podcast. This is episode 300. <laughs> Um, so you're at 89. You know so what's, 89. You know what's funny? You got to go over for me to fucking pull this off. Is that the rule? Is it Price is Right yeah, rules? Price is right. Right. Okay. Well, that 11 would have been good for you. Well, and you know what's funny? Yeah. I was we because earlier we had said Hellraiser seven was a zero, and I almost used that fact, mm-hmm. but I felt like that wouldn't be fair because then we would have tied. But that would have been interesting. Shit. Uh, I would have gave it to you still. 89 percent American World from London. Hellraiser five. 14 percent. Fuck. Just over. God oh baby. It. God damn it. This is what I get for, for trying to play fair. Never again. <laughs> Four Never and a half again. points for the winner on that one, too, which brings uh, our total score today. Uh, Will is at uh, 19 and a half. Yeah. I am, you're at 19. I am, That's all right. I am <laughs> genuinely livid. <laughs> I knew the second you said no, no, and I'm like looking at the 22, I'm like, this might ruin his week. <laughs> this is so fucking... I should have known, because the thing about Friday the 13th, even... Even the which I, I that's the worst one, right? Probably. Six has got to be because up until six, 
people find things of value in all of them, but six yeah. is the one where everybody's like, it's really bad. We're done, yeah. Because they also, it's like a launching pad. Like, they almost had Peter Jackson direct one of them, oh, which okay. would have, I think, been his first American film. Like, it's at least like a launching pad for directors they thought had interesting visual ideas. Friday the 13th, the sixth one is directed by a guy who made porn prior to that. Like, they'll, they take any, or that's five, I, I think that's six. He signed up because it said teenth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. I right? love teens. <laughs> Either five, five or six. It might be five. Six might be one. Friday of the thirteenth, sure. barely legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all. Have, it's Friday the eighteenth. Yeah. I swear to God. Um, all right. Well, you still think? Uh, you know, that's it for us. Randy, thank you for having never seen Hellraiser. Yeah, thank you for having. Thank me. you for being here. Will, thanks for having seen Hellraiser. You almost got that perfect movie. That's remember? no victory for me. <laughs> I gained no satisfaction. <laughs> Um, you can both let everyone know where to find you. We got going on Brandy. Uh, uh, yeah, you can find me at Brandazzle on Instagram and Twitter and Blue Sky. Uh, Brandazzle is here on TikTok. My podcast is called Lady to Lady. I got like a monthly show in LA. It's called Picture This, Come to That. I have a comedy record label called Burn This Records. I'm putting out people's albums on. Come follow that. I don't know. Find me. You'll see it. Great. Thank you. I do old man, every, uh, old man Weldon on everything. And, uh, 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 my friend and fellow comedian, much more successful than me, Eliza Skinner. We are bringing back our podcast, Angry Little Goats. We don't oh, really know good. what it's. We don't really know what it's about yet. I'm pushing for theme months, but we'll see what happens. But we're bringing it back. We're just watching like uh, Halloween movies uh, and then talking about them to ease ourselves back into this. Uh, so far, we have watched Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, not Great. so spooky, uh, and we also watched Audition which uh, contains a scene in it that I forgot about and is truly disgusting. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you guys very much for listening. I want to give a shout-out before we leave to some of the people who wrote the titles for the before and afters today. Uh, People submit these on our Discord for the podcast, and you can also play against a before and afters robot on there. So if you like the game, you can go play. We have a, a... Listing of everyone that's ever been on the show. And so you can go try and answer those. But thanks to Bubs, Masubi, Awesome Unicorn, and Rocky for some of those titles today. And uh, it's fart.kylairs.com. We'll give you a link to the Discord. It's basically just a message board for fans. What is it? Is it, the, is it like the, uh, what was the chess computer nobody could beat? Blue Steel? Oh, yeah. Was that yeah. it? You've got Blue Steel playing this, this game with this, people? Yeah. This All your fans are like, oh, get an easier computer for the love of God. <laughs> this one just pulls from the date, like where I write them all. Mm-hmm. It's just on a Google Sheet. And someone wrote a, oh, a script okay. to let people play against it. And then it tells, it, frequently people have like a, there's a typo. Like, I'll get tagged, and I'm like, I bet there's a fucking typo. And that's every time I go in, they're like, you spelled hook wrong. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I probably did. Uh, But thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good day. That's it for us. For myself, I'm at Kyle Ayers on Instagram and Twitter. Kyle Ayers Things on TikTok. For Brandy, for Will, thank you for listening. Uh, Once again, sign up for The Secret Santa over at NeverSeenItShow.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff, especially Instagram. You know, we post on there, hopefully. And go go to the YouTube page to see some new episodes, also getting some old episode video up there, YouTube.com slash NeverSeenIt. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.